I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride. I'm Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We'll be for another Monday podcast. I hope you're enjoying the beginning of your week, and I hope you had a great weekend. I hope everything that you tried to get accomplished, you did get accomplished. The Hartman family is still on the move. My gosh, does moving absolutely suck. It's the worst. It is the worst. I cannot... Anyone that's done it, I don't care if you're a kid. And if you're someone that is going through a move, you're not really doing much yourself, it's awful. You know it's awful. It's just the worst. Anyways, we're close to finishing up our last. I, I swear I'm not moving again for a long time. I've I've never really said that, by the way. Uh, just again, <laughs> that's nothing to do with the Steelers. But I've never really said that. I've never lived in a place where I'm like, you know what? This is where I'm going to be for the next 25, 30 years. I feel like we found that. So good news for me. Hopefully you're having a good weekend, a little bit more relaxing than my past weekend. But welcome back to another Let's Ride episode, your Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast, which is a part of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, which should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. On top of that, I have to always stress to make sure you follow our podcast platform wherever you get your podcast search, Steelers, or Behind the Steel Curtain. Subscribe, follow, so that you do not miss a thing. It does not matter where you listen from, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google Play, I, uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, you name it, Pandora even. It's just even the free app. You, you just search behind the steel curtain and you can follow our channel there and you can listen to all of our podcasts right there. And this podcast, just like all of our Monday podcasts, I'm sorry, not just our Monday, our morning podcast, 
which is my Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Let's Ride, the live mic with Michael Beck on Tuesday, the Steelers Stat Geek with Dave Schofield on Thursday, and then all of our PM content. We are talking about The Hangover on Monday, The Scobro Show on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday's The Curtain Call, Thursday's The Preview, Friday Night's with Tony, uh, Saturday's The Touchdown Under, Sunday's The Tales from 2 a.m., and we've already started to unveil our next round of podcasts, starting with the Steelers Fantasy Fix with Jeremy Betts, which will be debuting coming up in a few weeks. Oh, it's hard to believe, in a few weeks. And in a few weeks, the Steelers are going to be reporting to training camp. I can't believe it's it's here again. It's here again, but we will be really focusing on some big-time stuff with the Pittsburgh Steelers as we gear up for training camp, as you gear up for training camp, based on the fact that we want to provide at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We want to give you, in every possible way the best experience heading into this 2021 regular season and that's what we want to talk about that's what i want to talk about today i'm I'm going to kind of be the realist this morning we're going to have some fun in the second half towards the end of the show uh and we'll i'll get there i'll get there we're gonna have some fun then but I, i have to be real with you here i have to try to put myself in my dad or my brother's shoes and those of you that have listened to my podcast for a long time you know exactly what i mean when I say put myself in their shoes, they are not optimistic. They are not optimists when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. In fact, they are the polar opposite. They are guys that look at the team and always think, oh, this is going to be a rough year. Oh, boy, this is going to be tough. And, hey, that's oh, that's fine. That's their prerogative. That's their prerogative. But for me, well, I'm an optimist, so it's difficult for me to kind of look at things through their lens. But I'm going to do my best. Based on the fact that this podcast, the title is The Uncertainty Surrounding the 2021 Steelers is Real. Let me say that again. The uncertainty surrounding the 2021 Steelers is real. I've thought about this. I was I had to drive down into almost like the down near DC. And this was Sunday. And I have my notepad. My wife's driving because I had to do this work. And I'm just sit driving and thinking, what do I want to talk about on this Let's Ride? And the more I kept thinking about the 2021 Steelers, the more I kept thinking, no one, and I mean no one, knows what the heck to think when it comes to this team this season. And it brought up a discussion I had with one Michael Beck, that's right, deputy, deputy editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, where we were discussing the upcoming season. And... We were kind of just talking about it. It wasn't, there wasn't really no direction. And Michaels put it best. He said, I feel like this season could be either really great or just downright awful. And that's the uncertainty that we're talking about here, folks. The uncertainty and concern for this upcoming season is real. It absolutely is real. But I want you all to understand that uncertainty and concern are two different things. For instance, for me personally, when someone is concerned, when someone is worried, that tells me they lack trust. And that, that this is individually in, in a personal life as well as in a setting where you're rooting for your favorite football team. If you show that you are worried about something, to me, that shows a sign that you are, you don't trust that person, that organization, that entity. So let's get that out of the way right, right away. So uncertainty is just kind of like, well, I don't know how this year is going to play out. This realistic uncertainty, my goodness, there are a lot of factors. Let's go through this. First, the players lost. It has to be first on the list. And as much as we all, myself included, 
will sit here and tell you, you don't have to be worried about you losing player X, Y, or Z. You don't have to worry about this because of this player and this player and this player. The players they lost are still significant, and that's all because of the salary cap, by the way. If the salary cap doesn't dip, I'm, I guarantee you they probably don't lose all of the players like Bud Dupree, Mike Hilton, Steven Nelson, and Alejandro Villanueva. If the salary cap doesn't go down to where it was in 2021, they should be able to keep someone like Steven Nelson. They would be able to afford him. And then you throw in the fact that they lost David DeCastro because of injury. He was released. Uh, like I said, big Alejandro Villanueva is down with the Baltimore Ravens. Matt Filer, he's gone. All these players are gone. That is a cause for concern. Yeah, we can say Matt Filer wasn't the same at the end of the season. Matt Filer was better at tackle. That Alejandro Villanueva can't run block. All those things we can say, and that's fine. The only problem with that is, is that you have to understand also that the next person up is not always going to be the equivalent. Okay, so that let's that's number one. Get that out of the way. Number two, the 17-game schedule. The 17-game schedule is the first time in NFL history they've expanded from 16 to 17. They've never played 17 games in a regular season, and that is going to be a grueling stretch. It's going to be difficult just by the sheer length of the season. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The Pittsburgh Steelers and every other NFL team is going to have to deal with having to play one more regular season game. And you say, Jeff, it's just one more game. It's just one more game. Like how, how big of a deal is that? I think people might be downplaying how big of a deal it is, if I'm being honest. I feel like they're downplaying that. I think when you look at a player like Ben Roethlisberger, going into year 18, I can count the, I can count the times in his career that he has played 16 games on one hand. Five, where he's played 15 games. Like for instance, like last season, 2020, he was rested in week 17. So technically he only played 15 games, but he was healthy, or I guess healthy enough that they can let him rest. So when you think about a player like Ben Roethlisberger, especially at his age, 39, can he sustain himself for 17 games? A whole nother week, another week of prep, it's going to be difficult. If there was a second bye week, I wouldn't be so worried about that. I wouldn't be so worried about the longer season, but they didn't put it in a second bye week. They have one bye week. The Steelers' bye week is early. That's going to be a challenge. And speaking of the Steelers' schedule, let me look at the schedule itself. Not only do you have the AFC North, which I think, and a lot of people agree with me, is the most difficult division in the entire NFL. You're talking about three playoff teams last season, the Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers, and Cleveland Browns. The Cincinnati Bengals will be better. I'm not going to say they'll be good. They will be better. You play all those teams twice. Then you're paired up with the AFC West, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Denver Broncos. The Raiders and the Broncos are at home. The Chargers and the Chiefs are away. You're also paired up with the NFC North. Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings. Detroit and Chicago are at Heinz Field. The Packers and Vikings are away. You also have that 17th game. The Seattle Seahawks come to Heinz Field this season because the AFC North is paired with the NFC West. I, I can't stress this enough. This is a grueling schedule. This is tough. This is a the schedule itself makes you wonder... Is this team up to the test? And you and I can debate this till we are blue in the face, but the reality is we won't know until they get on the football field. And that's coming up soon. And that's something Dave Schofield wrote about for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com recently when he said that there's so much uncertainty left with this Steelers team that 
it's about time that we stop the reports and the opinions and we start talking about facts what actually happens on the field and that's exciting but the schedule itself is daunting we'll put it it's it's daunting i can't say it any better way also let's look at some more factors the coaching changes that the steelers have had gone is randy feetner randy land is bye-bye come in matt canada adrian clem with sean surrett being kicked to the curb and you have these regime changes now yeah there's some minor coaching changes there's a new tight ends coach a new quarterbacks coach but ultimately those are the two big names Matt candidate and adrian clem mainly based on the fact that the Steelers offense was the area of the team that struggled the most especially down the stretch in 2020 so when you look at all those factors you're talking about players lost salary cap dipping the the financial restraints you're looking at the 17 game schedule the schedule itself and the opponents the Steelers have facing them you look at the coaching changes holy cow there is a ton of uncertainty that the Steelers are facing entering 2021 it really does feel like in my opinion that this season is a season where the Steelers could legitimately be 11 and 6 or 6 and 11 And I don't say that often, to be 100% frank with you. I don't often say that I don't know how this season's going to play out. I don't often say, I'm not sure if the Steelers are going to be good or not. I typically have a good feel for the Steelers and what they're going to be. There have been times, there have been seasons where I've said, I could see them around 9 and 7, 8 and 8, 9 and 7, 10 and 6 is really good. And then there's been seasons where I said, I think that could be 13 and three, maybe even 12 and four. This season, I, I have no clue. I have no clue what this team is going to be like when the, they go to Buffalo in week one. Now, you can sit there and say, well, we'll learn something from the preseason, and we will learn something from the preseason. But I'll tell you this right now what you won't know for a fact is how this team is going to actually look and perform when it actually matters you won't know that you think that Matt Canada is going to roll out his entire offense in the preseason no you're not and that's just one facet here so when you look at everything there's a lot that depends on the Steelers success or failures in 2021 I listed them here number one is Ben Roethlisberger can Ben Roethlisberger stay healthy for an entire 17 game schedule if needed My goodness, how great would it be if the Steelers locked up a playoff spot, they locked up their playoff positioning, and based on that, they didn't have to play Roethlisberger in Week 17 or even maybe Week 16. Not that I would want him to have two weeks off. You get the picture, though. Also, the running game. Are the Steelers going to be able to rejuvenate their running game under Matt Canada, Adrian Clem with Najee Harris at the helm in a really new and fresh offensive line? It's new. Doesn't mean it's bad, but it's new. The Steelers' defense, will they be able to do things like continually take the football away? They've been, I believe, top five in takeaways the last few seasons. They've led the the league in sacks the past few seasons. Will they be able to make those splash plays again repeatedly to keep this team in football games? Again, I I hate having to keep pointing to Dave Schofield's writing in the offseason. Sometimes there's a lot of uh, bylines that say Jeff Hartman and Dave Schofield. That's just the way it is. He wrote an article about how when the Steelers are good, it's their defense that is the reason. And when you think back to previous Super Bowl teams, whether it's 2010, even though they lost that Super Bowl, 2009, 2005, all those seasons, 
It was the defense that was really, really good. Not to take away from the offense, but the defense was really, really good. I think maybe the the biggest reason or the biggest factor in the Steelers' overall success this upcoming season, it's, it's what it always is. It's health. Can they stay healthy? Can they avoid the huge crippling injury? Think back to last season. I mean, week one, Zach Banner, torn ACL, gone. And then I think it was week four, Devin Bush, ACL, gone. And then you had other injuries, whether it was Matt Filer. You had Robert Spillane even got hurt later in the season. Roethlisberger was banged up. All these injuries, they pile up. They matter. They they impact the team. The teams that stay the healthiest are typically the teams that are playing the longest. That's just the way it is in the game of football, especially in the National Football League. And the last thing, and no one can control this, it literally is... How does the football bounce? There are, I mean, how many times as Steeler fans have we seen whether it was a a fumble? It could be the Steelers fumbling the ball. It could be the Steelers defense forcing a fumble. doesn't matter. How many times have we seen a fumble go on the turf and you're thinking, ah, the Steelers have it, and you're getting all excited, and you're standing up, oh, yeah, and then it bounces in a weird way and either goes out of bounds or it goes right to an offensive lineman. How many times have we seen a ball ricochet off the, the Steelers, either receiver's hands, we saw that a lot last season, or even a defender's hands that could be intercepting the pass? How is the ball going to bounce? Think about those moments where Minka Fitzpatrick is literally just in the right place at the right time. Ball's tipped. He's there. Boom. Easy interception. He didn't really do much. He was just the recipient of being in the right place at the right time. How many times will that happen? There are moments where turnovers just seem to come in bunches, where it just is like no matter what you're doing, oh my gosh, just they just keep coming, keep coming. The turnovers just keep coming. And that's a great thing to, to watch it's a great thing as a team to be a part of and we'll see we'll see if that can happen but there's a lot that the success of this Steelers team it depends on things like again Ben Roethlisberger's overall health and play I forgot to mention that but can he play can he play I hope that he can I really do but again what is this all about it's about the uncertainty surrounding this Steelers team and there's a lot of it and a lot of that hinges on none other than number seven Benjamin, Todd Roethlisberger, but you have the running game with Najee Harris, the defense being timely and getting turnovers. Does the ball bounce their way, and can they stay healthy? Can they avoid those crippling injuries? We shall see. That was hard. That was difficult. I'm not. I'm normally the guy that says, Ben will be good, or the running game will be better, and always positive. But there is a lot of things, like Michael Beck and I were talking about. This team could be 11-6, and six, or they could be 6-11. and 11. Like we, That's legitimate. But that's enough serious talk. After this break, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun talking about the most hated teams heading into 2021. There are some caveats here, too. We'll talk about it. Just be a little bit more lighthearted. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. 
Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of Let's Ride. I'm your host, Jeff Hartman, senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. On this Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Let's Ride podcast, we just got done talking about the uncertainty surrounding the 2021 Steelers. There's some certainty, though, in what we're going to be discussing in the second half of this show, and it is all about disdain, hatred, anger, angst, whatever you want to call it. I put out a poll, and I talked about this briefly on the Steelers preview with Brian Anthony Davis on Thursday. If you haven't checked that out, go and check it out. It's in part two for the audio listeners. It's worth it. We, we had a good, we had fun talking about it. And so the poll that I put on Twitter, and you can follow me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. I asked, which team do you hate the most going into 2021? I made sure I put going into 2021. Why? Based on the fact that, that I wanted to get the fan response for who they don't like the most right now. Not historically. Not historically. I want to know who do you hate the most right now. And so I said, here were my options. The Pittsburgh, the Pitt, these are for Steelers fans. The Baltimore Ravens, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Cleveland Browns. And then I put a fourth as other. Now I was very curious to see what the fan response would be and it was it was a good response had a good response over over a thousand votes on this poll and i want to give you the actual numbers for the poll so that we actually are accurate we're being as accurate as possible so when i look at this poll the cleveland browns were the first team 58 percent of steeler fans in this poll that voted and again just shy of 2000 that's not a bunch 58% 58% had the Browns as the fans, or who do Steeler fans hate the most? The team, okay? Then the Ravens at 36%. Other made it 4%, and the Bengals, 2%. So when I'm looking at this, I'm saying, okay, so the Browns, the Browns, I get why the Browns are the top hated team heading into 2021. The last thing Steeler fans remember are the Browns with all those turnovers and takeaways and beating the Steelers at Heinz Field in the playoffs. It, it's it's ugly. I get it. However, I thought, and several people asked me, Jeff, what's your ranking? And I was like, okay, I, I'm thinking about the teams that I disdain the most heading into 2021. Remember, this is just me, and this is a lot of it is based on where I live. I live in Maryland, and I'm surrounded by Ravens fans every single day. And for me, I looked at this and said that the Baltimore Ravens are still tops on my list for a lot of reasons. Number one being, I'm not buying the Cleveland Browns as legitimate. People can say all they want. Browns fans will say, well, we beat you on the playoffs last year. I don't care. That's fine. Say what you want. I'm not buying what they're selling. And then people get into this talk about, oh, I respect the Ravens. Uh, There's a mutual respect. Screw that. Okay, screw that. You know, all I have to say is one name. And anyone that says, I respect the Ravens, and that's why I have the Browns. I don't respect the Browns. I should just have to say one name. One name should be all I have to say. You know what it is? John Harbaugh. Or 
as we call him on the Steelers preview, Wang Harbs. And that's because, well, John Harbaugh can be, we'll just put it a quote unquote Wang. You do the deciphering. I can't stand that man. I can't stand the organization. Um, are they good? Are they always competitive? Yes. That does not mean I have to respect them, and that's why they're still number one. Cleveland Browns are clearly the number two. I don't shouldn't have to go at length about why the the Browns are number two on the list. Um, I can't stand the Browns, but really, I don't take them serious. I still don't. And I, I, I don't care that they beat the Steelers in the playoffs. I don't care that they won in Week 17 when Mason Rudolph was the quarterback. But again, not buying into the Browns just yet. Their fans are annoying. They're some of the most annoying fans you can get, but still not buying into that. And then Cincinnati's third. But I don't want people to think that Cincinnati is a distant third. They're getting better. They're going to be more competitive. And I honestly think out of the three fan bases, the Ravens fans are bad because I live in Maryland. They're not a national team. You don't find a lot of Ravens fans on the West Coast or in other countries. They're there. They exist. But they're just not the same. Cleveland is is very local as well. Cincinnati is a team that their fan base is really annoying. Really annoying. I, I remember growing up in Wheeling, West Virginia. Now, if you don't know... If you're listening to this wherever you are and you're like, where in the heck is Wheeling, West Virginia? Wheeling, West Virginia is in that small portion of the state of West Virginia that is pinched between Ohio and Pennsylvania. Where I grew up, and my parents still live there, I could be in the state of Ohio in five minutes. I could be in the state of Pennsylvania in 10. That's where we are in proximity. I could have easily have been in it rooted for Ohio sports teams, but for some reason, probably because of the success of the 1970 Steelers, everyone in my area was Pittsburgh fans. There were a few Bengals fans, and I'll never forget going to my dad. He he belongs to several bars back in Wheeling, and we would go to the bar, and there would always be as a father son, and they would wear their hideous Bengals crap every time, and they would always say stuff. And we would look at him like, what, what are you talking about? How can you possibly be sitting here right now talking about anything? And the Bengals haven't won a playoff game since like 1992 or 93. And still, then I got to college and one of my fraternity brothers was a Bengals fan. I mean, what are the odds? And he was obnoxious. And it was just, I, I don't like that. The Bengals are third on my list, but they are not far from the other two. I'll put it that way. Then I had a question posed to me via Twitter And it was, well, what about other teams, not in the division? And so I picked five teams that I have a disdain for. And some of them might surprise you. And obviously, these are not division teams. So you're not going to hear the Ravens, Bengals, or Browns. In no particular order, except maybe the first team. And these are teams that I hope lose. I don't care who they play. They don't have to play the Steelers. They don't have to be involved with Pittsburgh. I hope they lose. Every single time they step on the field, I hope they lose. Uh, The top team is the top team, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. I cannot stand the Cowboys. I cannot stand their fans. I can't stand anything about this team. And so whenever I see the Dallas Cowboys, whether it's on Sunday Night Football against the Giants or against Washington, I'm rooting against Dallas. I can't stand the Dallas Cowboys. Another team, this shouldn't surprise you either. The Raiders, now in Las Vegas, formerly of L.A. and Oakland a couple times. I can't stand the Raiders. There's a deep hatred there. And this is not not carried over from the 70s rivalry. This is the the fact that Bruce Gradkowski beat the Steelers, that Terrell Pryor beat beat the Steelers. I can't stand them. Cannot stand them. 
Another one shouldn't be shocking, Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City, my, my next door neighbor growing up was a huge Chiefs fan. He loved Christian Okoye, the Nigerian nightmare, and he always had Chiefs stuff, and that was annoying to me. But now they're really bad. You know, you got Tyreek Hill crying about how he felt disrespected in the Super Bowl because Winfield gave him the peace sign like he does everyone else. Shut up. You did it to everyone. Everyone. So just because you got, you know, you were the one on the receiving end, suck it up. I can't stand the Chiefs. I'm not a fan of Patrick Mahomes. Him and his sideshow Bob hair. Don't like him. Don't like Travis Kelsey. He's a crybaby. He cried nonstop until they finally won. Bunch of crybabies. I don't like them. Other teams. This year, especially the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't like super teams. Never have, never will. And not that this is a super team, but everyone is already predicting Super Bowl for the Buccaneers, and I don't like it. So for me, I'm like, ah, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Here we go again. Here we go again. But you know what? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they did win the Super Bowl. You can't take that away from them. But ultimately, I'm they, they just infuriate me. And it also is Tom Brady. We, we I, Steeler fans hate Tom Brady. He kept them from Super Bowls on how many years? Can't stand them. The last team, and this might be the biggest surprise, because if if you listen to me or talk to Steeler fans, the, the Cowboys, the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Buccaneers this year, they're all going to have a, a dislike for those teams. Here's one that you might not find on a lot of people's lists. All right, you ready? The Seattle Seahawks. I can't stand Pete Carroll. I think Russell Wilson is one of the fakest individuals in the National Football League. Cannot stand them. I can't stand that they're, they're just pompous. It's like they feed off of one another. It just drives me berserk. I don't like the Seattle Seahawks. Again, all these teams, like I don't care who they're playing. I want them to lose. That is what I always say. I hope they lose. Hope they lose. Rooting against that team. Why? Can't stand them. Cannot stand them. So those are the teams. Dallas. Las Vegas Raiders, the Seattle Seahawks, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the five teams that I can't stand in the National Football League. All right, folks, that does it for me. I hope you have a great start to your week. I hope you have a great Monday. Uh, Remember, follow me on Twitter, at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T, as well as BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Remember, wherever you get your podcasts, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain so that you do not miss a thing. We've got a lot of stuff happening at both of those, but not just the website, but also the podcast platform. So make sure you check those out. As we always finish it out here, folks, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great day. We'll be back on Wednesday or Tuesday night on the Spotify Green Room app. Join me for free. iOS and Android users, join me. I would love to talk to you, and that'll be out on Wednesday on the audio side. Have a great day, everyone. Go Steelers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.